Hello, and welcome to Wenatchee in the Word, a podcast ministry of Ridgepoint Baptist Church. Our purpose is to help each one of us grow more in love with God by studying and meditating on His Word. We're glad you've joined us today. Now, let's see what the Bible has to say. Hey, everybody. Hope that you are having a good day so far today. Welcome back to Wenatchee in the Word. We are continuing with the sad, sad story of Samson. It is really sad. It's really, really sad. Just continually come back to mess up after mess up. Ultimately, we're going to see God's goodness at the end of the story. But I I believe we won't even probably get to that till next episode because there's a lot to unpack in today's episode. But we're in Judges chapter number 16. So why don't you go ahead and pick it up for us, Rebecca, right there in verse number one. All right. Then went Samson to Gaza and saw there an harlot and went in unto her. And it was told the Gazites, saying, Samson has come hither. And they compassed him and laid wait for him all night in the gate of the city and were quiet all the night, saying, In the morning, when it is day, we shall kill him. And Samson lay till midnight and arose at midnight and took the doors of the gate of the city and the two posts, and went away with them, bar and all, and put them upon his shoulders, and carried them up to the top of an hill that is before Hebron. Okay, so not necessarily a lot to unpack there as far as application, but it tells us Samson goes into a harlot, and while there, he's in Gaza, the people of Gaza hear that he's there, and they're like, okay, we're going to get him in the morning. Well, he's pretty sneaky. I don't know how he found out, but he ends up um, sneaking out, in the middle of the night, and then what he ends up doing is he takes, it tells us, the entire doors of the gate of the city with the two posts of it and the bar and all. Um, When you think about gates of the city back then, that would have been like uh, something about 60 feet tall, first of all, so massive gates. Uh, Archaeological finds even show us that Gates in that time were made of complete stone and harsh metal, and the bars were usually heavy cedar. So this is just a, it's just tons of weight that he's carrying. Then it tells us he puts them on his shoulder, already impressive, and then takes them up to the top of a hill. Okay, <laughs> impressive again. A, a hill that's facing Hebron. Okay, so that's the closest hill that's facing Hebron from Gaza is anywhere from 40 to 50 miles away. What? <laughs> so, I didn't know that. So, so he literally, this wasn't just like a, hey, I, it, the city's on a hill and he took it out and just like dropped him. Like he literally just takes How the gate off. How long did it take him to do that? Who knows? But his strength is <laughs> amazing. Okay. So like I said, not a lot of application, but that is cool. Okay. Pick it up in verse number four, okay? And it came to pass afterward that he loved a woman in the valley of Sorek, whose name was Delilah. And the lords of the Philistines came up unto her and said unto her, Entice him, and see wherein his great strength lieth, and by what means we may prevail against him, that we may bind him to afflict him, and we will give thee every one of us eleven hundred pieces of silver." And Delilah said said to Samson, Tell me, I pray thee, wherein thy great strength lieth, and wherewith thou mightest be bound to afflict thee. Okay, so before we get to the back and forth between Samson and Delilah, it's interesting to me uh, 
how much they were willing to pay. It says every single one of them would give her 1,100 pieces of silver. They wanted him gone. He they was were, killing them and he was... They were done with this guy. <laughs> he, he just killed a thousand of our people with a jawbone of a donkey. We got to come back after this guy. So they say, okay, entice him, uh, Delilah. Find out where his strength comes from so that we can bind him up, so that we can overtake him. And then that's when she says what Rebecca just read. Tell me where your strength strength comes from um, and how you might be bound and someone might be able to afflict you. Okay, so then he responds in verse number seven. And Samson said unto her, If they bind me with seven green withs that were never dried, then shall I be weak and be as another man. So that's like green withs are like uh, bow strings, the strings that they would make with bow and arrows. Um, so seven, this very specific, seven of them, okay, mm-hmm. Green that have never been dried. <laughs> All right. And then I'll be as weak as another man. Yeah. Then verse eight. Then the lords of the Philistines brought up to her seven green withs, which had not been dried, and she bound him with them. Now there were men lying in wait, adding with her, abiding with her in the chamber. And she said unto him, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he break the withs as a thread of tow is broken when it toucheth the fire. So his strength was not known. Okay, so uh, it's <clears throat> the strand of tow. That's like a, a strand of rope, okay, a thread of tow. Um, so it's talking about like rope, similar to what we saw in the last chapter, that just broke off as if someone just lit it on fire. Yeah. Okay, so then it says, so his strength was not known. So they're like, okay, we didn't figure it out. But this is not the only time that it happens. Yes. So continuing in verse 10, and Delilah said unto Samson, Behold, thou hast mocked me and told me lies. Now tell me, I pray thee, wherewith thou might, mightest be bound. And he said unto her, If they bind me fast with new ropes that never were occupied, then shall I be weak and be as another man. Delilah therefore took new ropes and bound him wherewith and said unto him, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And there were liars in wait abiding in the chamber, and he break them from off his arms like a thread. So here we see he says new ropes, brand new ropes, like fresh out of the package or just made, okay? <laughs> we already know this this doesn't work because we we've been going know. through, and we already know yeah. the people of Judah tied him with new ropes yeah, when they brought him to either. the Philistines, and he broke them off at like a, like I said, a, a fire, light, and a fuse. It was just too easy. And so he says... Well, if they bind me fast, you know, really, really securely with new ropes and um, and that were never used before, then I will be weak and as other men. And so she does it and then says again, the Philistines are upon you. <laughs> and, and who would have thought? <laughs> he wake, he gets wakes up, gets out and breaks through them. OK. And here she comes whining again. <laughs> yep. Verse number 13. And Delilah said unto Samson, Hitherto thou hast mocked me and told me lies. Tell me wherewith thou mightest be bound. And he said unto her, If thou weavest the seven locks of my head with the web. And she fastened it with the pin and said unto him, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awakened out of his sleep and went away with the pin of the beam and with the web. So uh, now he says, Okay, if you weave the locks of my head with fabric... 
Okay, so now not just tying me down, he actually talks about his hair. Mm -hmm. So he's getting closer to telling her the actual truth. He says, if you uh, weave my hair with other fabric, uh, then I will be weak. And she does, she goes an extra step. It says that she fastened the fabric and hair together with the pin into the beam of the loom that she (laughs) used. Okay, and it says that when she said the Philistines are there, he took it all. He got up and it took the loom, the beam of the loom, all the fabric continually on his head, and he defeats the Philistines again. Okay? Three times. Mm-hmm. Three times. Four One times. more time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And she said unto him, How canst thou say I love thee when thine heart is not with me? Thou hast mocked me these three times. And has not told me wherein thy great strength lieth. And it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him so that his soul was vexed unto death, (laughs) that he told her all his heart and said unto her, There hath not come a razor upon my head, mine head, for I have been a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me and I shall become weak and be like any other man. So she's finally broken him down, just wore him down. She kept asking for the secret of his strength until he was finally just tired of hearing her asking. Women do that sometimes. Yeah, it it reminds (laughs) me, there's a uh, proverb Uh that says that a contentious woman is like a continual dropping. Trip, trip. Yeah, like the Chinese torture (laughs) thing. Yeah, so this is what this is talking about. She's just continually contentious with him, coming back and vexing his soul to death, it says. And he finally, yeah, a little bit. (laughs) And he finally says, Okay, my hair has never been cut because I have been a Nazarite unto God since being in my mother's womb. So if I was shaven, then all my strength would go for me. She knew that was it because he gave all the details. Yes, that's what it (laughs) says in verse 18. And when Delilah saw that he had told her all his heart, she sent and called for the lords of the Philistines, saying, Come up this once, for he has showed me all his heart. Then the lords of the Philistines came up unto her and brought money in their hand, and she made him sleep upon her knees, and she called for a man, and she caused him to shave off the seven locks of his head, and she began to afflict him. And his strength went from him. First of all, how did he not feel <laughs> feel somebody shaving all his head off? I guess he this guy is a deep sleeper. He's, he's a, There's a lot of craziness what? with Men this part do, of the story. Do sleep pretty hard. I I have come to find out <laughs> since being married. At least mine does. Yes, that that is very <laughs> true. Uh, I I mean. I could probably sleep through you shaving my head. Yeah. Don't do it, but... You probably could. You probably just think you were having a dream about getting a haircut. Yeah. I I honestly don't know what was happening with Samson in this whole story because uh, it just... just A lot of craziness with this. Yeah. So this is the fourth time now. Fourth time. And you would have thought... At least after the third, when he got so close, that to, he might have been catching on to something. Like, that could have been a test. Oh, if she's gonna do it to my hair, then I should probably not tell her. But clearly, he was over the nagging, and he was really hoping that she wouldn't do it. What she did all the other times, I don't know. Yeah, and and this is honestly, this is where we want to go. Even worse with our application today. So oftentimes, we get into sin. 
And <clears throat> we can get onto Samson and say, how did he not know after after two times? Why didn't he just run away from her? After three times, why did he not run away from her? Yeah, and how many times are we just like Samson and we go back to the same sin over and over again thinking we're going to get different consequences and we're faced with the same... <laughs> yeah, even when we see the devastating consequences yeah. of sin, we sometimes go back a second time, a third time, well, maybe it'll a fourth be different. time. <laughs> we, no matter how many times we've lied and we've seen how it hurt the heart of the person we're lying to, oftentimes we have sometimes gone back and lied. Some, some people see the dangerous effects of sexual sin outside of marriage, pornography, those types of things, and they see the devastating effects it has, and yet they still go back to it. It's, it's, uh, there's another proverb that says, uh, many times us men of sin, uh, mankind, we go back to sin just like a dog goes back to his vomit. Yeah. And, and it's just, it, so it's easy for us to get on to Samson, but let us not be too hard on him to realize that even us sometimes <laughs> go back even after seeing what sin does to us. So even after seeing what Delilah did to him, he still went back. But we do the same with sin often. Yeah. Here's where sin ultimately leads, and this is what we're going to see. The next ver- the next few verses says, And she made him sleep upon her knees, called for a man, shaved the seven locks from his head, and she said, verse 20, The Philistines be upon thee, Samson. And he awoke out of his sleep and said, I will go out as at other times before and shake myself. The other times he didn't say anything. He just got up and beat him up. This time he says, I will go out as other times before. But this is one of the saddest verses in Scripture. It says, And he wist not that the Lord was departed from him. He had gotten so far in to sin. We, we've seen it this whole time. Like he, he knew the Nazarite vow. He had broken it with the dead carcass of the lion. Uh, he had consistently uh, lashed out in anger and revenge and all of that and complained to the Lord and uh, spent the night with a harlot. I mean, it's just sin after sin after sin, and it's it's coming enough that eventually he gets so deep into it that he doesn't even realize God's not even God's hand isn't even on his life yeah, anymore. He just expected it to be just like it, how it always was, and God was like, "We're done with this. <laughs> yeah, I'm not putting up with this anymore." Yeah, and and we can sometimes. It's very sad, but we can sometimes get so into sin and so far from the spirit it's called quenching the spirit we consistently throw f- throw water on uh, the the fire of the spirit in our life and we consistently quench it to a point where then we sometimes don't even realize God's blessings are not on our life anymore because that's how far down we've gone and he ends up it says in verse 21 he gets, taken, his eyes get gouged out, and they bring him down to Gaza. They bind him with fetters of brass, and he grind, and he says he did grind in the prison house. He was put to work as a mule mm-hmm. for them, and openly mocked. We'll see that in the next episode. All because sin just got a hold of him. Yeah, I mean, it started out with him telling Delilah, you know, that it, his strength would be gone if he with the with the widths and then he says you know with the ropes and you know with each of each of those four different times you know he was telling her where his strength lied up until the last time you know it's similar to in our lives giving giving satan a foothold when we get you know we commit a sin and 
instead of going to God and asking for forgiveness, we're giving Satan a foothold and then going back to that sin, doing the same thing. It only gets us, you know, stronger in that foothold that Satan is laying for us. And, you know. Yeah. And it's, it seems that as for all of his physical strength that Samson had, he, he was no match for the enticement of sin. Yeah. It seemed like he thought he could, oh, I'll I'll just could keep going and he, he relied so much <laughs> on his physical strength that it, it, the spiritual side of his life was just absent uh he this wasn't the first woman that enticed him or tricked him Mm-mm. his first wife tricked him into the riddle figuring yeah. out that what the <laughs> riddle was then he was uh you know just given over to revenge and given over to anger and all of these things he it just seems like he was never on guard for sin and the enticement that was coming. And mm-hmm. and it, it said, I believe it's it's David or Solomon says to his son, he says, my son, when sinners entice thee, consent, consent thou not. Thou not. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give in to it when other people are trying to get you to sin. And uh, Peter writes it this way. He says, hey, be on guard, be sober, be vigilant, because our adversary, the devil, is walking around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Mm-hmm. And so... As, str- as strong as we may be physically, mentally, whatever we might think, we are truly, just as Samson, no match for the enticement of sin. No. So we need to be on guard and rely on the Spirit because eventually, if we don't, we might end up in the same place Samson was that we don't even realize because of the sin we allowed in our life that God is ne- God's blessing and hand isn't even on our life anymore. And what a sad place to be. But it doesn't have to be that way. No. As long as we stay on guard and rely on the Spirit. Yep. We can learn a lot from Samson. (laughs) Yep. And we're not done learning. We're going to see God's grace. story is not over. In the next episode. But until then, you have a great day in the Lord. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, go ahead and subscribe to it or share it with your friends. You can hit that share button or take a screenshot and share it on your social media. And if you're from the Wenatchee area, we'd love to see you at Ridgepoint sometime. Find out more about our ministry at WenatcheeChurch.com. Thanks again for listening. God bless.